0: Today's episode is brought to you in part by Fluent AAC. Fluent AAC is a company that creates some of the world's most advanced AAC technology. Now, why I love Fluent AAC so much is its ease of use and its diverse characters and representations of the app. This app really strives to be accessible for all kinds of users to ensure that their AAC users are prioritizing both the well-being of long-term language development and focusing on people and connection fluent aac is committed to every single customer they take a holistic approach to product design that centers around the whole person and not just imitation new users can get a seven day free trial of the fluent aac app to use for ipad and if you head over to fluentaac.com, there are tons of free and printable resources for you to start using with your littles right now Hello, my beautiful Speech with Rach fam, and welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Rachel Musial, M-A-C-C-C-S-L-P. And as you all know, it is February, and it is the month of love. And in the field, the medical field, the therapy field, the education field, we are all so good, so, so good at giving love to everyone else sometimes not giving love to ourselves, right? That self-love, self-acceptance piece can be really hard, especially with the pressures of social media. I think social media has done so many incredible things for our fields and for the world in general, but it's important to know that social media is not true life. And you really should not be comparing your life to the things that you see on social media or really in general. And so in today's episode, I'm going to talk about why it's really important to not rely on and compare yourself to other clinicians and people in the field around you, but rather look to them for influence and inspiration. So let's get started. let's talk real talk about social media. So when I was in grad school, maybe this online community existed but not as much as it does now. I was in grad school in oh my goodness 2016 to 2018, so those 2 years. And during that time, there were some people I followed on Instagram but I think that I got a lot of therapy ideas and inspiration at that time from Pinterest. And you know, Pinterest at that time too was simply just blog posts, pictures, and a lot of times things linked to external pages or companies. But I really only used the ideas. I wasn't necessarily looking at the therapist behind all of that. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I started noticing The online speech community growing more and more and more. And again, I was on it, a part of it, using it for inspiration, but not really doing too much. And then last March of 2020, when COVID hit, I freaked out when I saw my caseload drop dramatically and I started Speech with Rage. And when I started at the time, to be honest, I had no idea, A, what I was getting myself into, what it was going to turn into, and actually how much I would grow and connect with others from it. So, I love and I hate social media for a few different reasons. I think that some pros of social media is that You can connect with a community of like-minded individuals, especially during COVID when maybe your cohort isn't meeting in person. Maybe you don't have those in-person interactions. There's still that online community of people that get exactly what you're going through and they're going through it at the same time as you. So I think that sense of community and connectedness, even in a time when we can't physically be present has done a lot for just reassuring our community that there's others out there that are going through the same things. I know myself, I've gained so many incredible friends from Instagram. I mean, women across the world, across the nation, that I've met in person, that I will meet in person, that I've collaborated with, and I never, ever, ever would have had that opportunity if it wouldn't have been for Speech with Rage, So I am really thankful to Instagram for bringing me some of my deepest and closest connections thus far in life, which is pretty crazy to me. I also think that social media is a great place, like I said, to find connection through struggle. Um, Especially on my page, I really aim to be open and vulnerable with you all, Because when I was going through those things in my life, all I wanted was someone to connect with and say, yeah, I know what you're going through. So beyond having the connectedness of speech, we also share a lot of deeper issues that we go through as a community. And it's nice to know that you can connect with other people in your field going through the same mental health, other, other issues as well, health issues, whatever it may be. I think that Instagram, as well, is a really great place to draw inspiration. I mean, our field is filled with creatives. I don't understand how some of these women have the creative capacity that they do to be mothers and create these bomb materials. It is seriously incredible to me. It's so empowering to see all these badass women doing just more than their typical job requirements. You know, doubling their income, making more money providing for themselves in creative ways. It's so inspiring. It's so cool to see. It's so nice to know that there's so many paths that you can go down, and Instagram can show you all of that. Medical, school, private practice, making resources, creating content. There are so many ways to thrive in this field, and there's a lot of great inspiration to draw on from social media. The inspiration is well for therapy activities, right? Therapeutic techniques, ideas, money savers, time savers. I mean, it is like a treasure trove of knowledge on there. However. I think that it also can be overwhelming at times. And sometimes what you see might not always be the truth. So if you're someone that's in graduate school or in your placement, maybe struggling to maintain your caseload, and you see someone that is doing what you're doing plus running a business and being a mom, it wouldn't be absurd for you to say, wait a second, what? How are they finding this time in their day? And to maybe start to unconsciously, subconsciously, compare yourself. And what we forget is that we get to control what we put on Instagram. Right? Me as an influencer, as whatever I am, I get to control what I post. I don't get to control my emotions. I don't get to control my day to day. There are so many bits and pieces of my day that I don't put up. And I don't share with you. And it doesn't give the full picture of what's going on. I hate to take a grim turn on this, but unfortunately, we've seen in the past in other fields that social media can be really deceiving when it comes to mental health and happiness. A few years ago, there was, I believe she was a runner in, on, in Penn State, and she unfortunately took her own life, and her family and friends... Her Instagram followers had no idea. Because online, she presented as though she had it together. And why shouldn't she? Maybe at the time, she didn't feel safe becoming vulnerable. She felt as though she needed to upkeep this image. And it was so deceiving and shocking to the people around her. And what it just shows you is that we all have a story behind the scenes. And what we're putting on social media is only a part of it. And typically, for most influencers, it's only the best part of it. On my page, I do try to be a little more vulnerable with you guys and share other things. But I mean, there's definitely a lot that I don't share with you, haven't shared with you, and may not share with you in the future because I'm still processing that myself. I don't need 9,000 people judging me or questioning me or wondering what I'm going through when maybe I'm still struggling with that. So I think while Instagram can be inspirational, it can also be a little bit deceptive. You might be looking at someone's chapter 26, and you're on chapter 2. And that's okay. We are all at different points in our journey, and we are supposed to take that time to get there. So my biggest caveat to people that are looking to... Gain inspiration or ideas from Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever, so be it. Just know that, again, people are controlling what they put on there. They can censor, they can edit, they can crop. There's so much that we can control with the internet. What really matters is what's going on in the day-to-day. And so, those are sometimes the things you don't see. Just because someone is loud and forward about something on social media doesn't mean that they're practicing it in their real life. Or, maybe because they're quiet about it, means that they're practicing it so ferociously in their day-to-day that they can't bear to post about it anymore in social media because they feel like it consumes them anyways. So just know, as you spend your free time scrolling, stalking, liking, sharing, saving, we all do it, that it's only part of the picture that there is so much to gain, to learn, and to connect with through these online communities. But it's also important to put your phone down and find what makes you vibrate your highest self outside of social media. Doing things just for you. Not because you're doing it to post, but you're doing it to do it. Because it makes you feel good. I am curious from all of you, too, what are your thoughts on social media? What if some things have been that you have learned from social media that you've struggled with? Share with me. I'm going to be posting a question box about this on my Instagram. And if you listen to this episode as well, take a screenshot and share it and tell me what social media has done for you or maybe taken away from in your life. I always love to hear what you all have to say, and I love connecting with you all so much. I also want to take the last few minutes here to do a little shout out for my webinar that is now open. So Marie from Thanks Morris and I have created a Mindfulness 101 three-hour online workshop. This is for undergrad and graduate students that are struggling with setting boundaries, imposter syndrome, stress, anxiety, and just grad school and life balance. In this workshop, we're going to take you through how to incorporate mindfulness practices into your life personally and professionally to survive school. Tickets are available through the link on our profiles, and the early bird tickets will be on sale at the $30 price until next week. So make sure you grab them and join us on this event on Sunday, February 21st at 1pm Mountain Standard Time. I am looking forward to seeing you all there. But until next time, know that I am sending you all so many good vibes. I really am, you guys. Like During my free time, I am consistently talking out loud to the spirits around me about how grateful I am how lucky I feel for this community, the acceptance that I have seen, the open arms that have welcomed me. You all bring me so much joy. So thank you for all that you do and continue to do. I'll see you soon.